Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. Welcome in. This is Coffee Break. It's brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. If you have a property that fits the needs of their buyers, call David at Versant, 459-8565. And Sarah Feingold with Intermountain is our guest this morning. I'm thrilled to have her today in the studio. Learn a little bit about what it is that she does. I'm I'm so thankful, Sarah, that you drew the short straw this morning. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a good chat, and I, I appreciate you coming by. Uh, it's your first time on the show. I, I promise it's going to be fun. And I'm thinking, you know, for, for those listening, also very educational. And, and that's the case for me, too. I, I love doing this because I learn about so much, so many things going on in the community. Um, can we start, I guess, by just introduce yourself a little bit. Let folks know just who it is that you are. Yeah, so my name is Sarah, and I work for Inner Mountain. I've been there for about two and a half years. Um, I work for their school-based services, so I'm a CSCT therapist, and right now I'm working out of Helena High School. Okay, and Intermountain, can you explain what it is that they do in the community? Yeah, so Intermountain is a, a mental health center um, that serves children and their families in, in Helena, and we also have um, other uh, mental health centers in Kalispell and Bozeman, kind of in other areas in Montana as well. And you do, I mean, you, you said what you do, but explain it a little bit more. I mean, what is it that you actually do there? Yeah, so as a CSCT therapist, not a lot of people know um, what that means, but it's a, a comprehensive school and community treatment. Um, and what that means is that we're, we're housed in the school, so we partner with um, the school district, and they provide us with a space to work out of so that we can see, see students um, in the schools. Okay. Really convenient. And and you've been doing that for, uh, you're telling me before the show, three years now? Just about. Okay. So how do you get into that? Because the, mm-hmm. this is a job that, that's more than a job, which really is, is kind of common for people that we wind up having in here on the show, but definitely fits the mold. I mean, it's not an easy job that you're doing. No, it, it comes with its challenges, but it's also really rewarding. Is, is, so how, how, how did you get into that? I mean, what, why is this the area that you've chosen to sort of dedicate yourself to? Well, personally, I got into it because I, you know, I got my master's degree um, in counseling. I've wanted to be a therapist. My background is working with children, um, and I never worked in a school before or in school-based services. Um, but when I saw that Intermountain had that program, it was really interesting to me um, how they partner with schools and how we can have easier access to to kids in that setting. Okay. Are, are you from here in Helena or Montana, or where, where is it that you come from? I was actually um, coming from Texas. Okay. Yeah. Where, where in Texas? South Austin. Okay. I like Austin. It's weird, <laughs> but I like it. I, I, spent, uh, I spent a lot of time in Abilene like 10 years that's for, for geography lesson she was much more humid than i was to uh to the east so uh, coming from uh, texas to montana what's that been like oh it's uh, it's been a, a, a pretty big shift <laughs> um, uh, culture wise just coming from a, a large city like austin to helena is a little different um climate obviously is extremely different um I'm actually enjoying some cool weather, and uh, just because we don't we don't get real cool weather or snow very much, except for you know yeah, here recently. the fluke yeah. that was this year. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're talking today with Sarah Feingold. She's with uh, with Intermountain, and um, when looking at mental health, the, the job opportunities there, there's a a lot of them, right? I mean, from private practice to I mean, so so why why school age kids? I mean, why ultimately was was that your focus? You said you were always sort of interested in mm-hmm. working with the kids. Why is that? <laughs> why do I enjoy children? Yeah, <laughs> um, I think it just. I think that children are often overlooked and underserved sometimes um, and just needing more support than is recognized. Yeah. And, and so what's been the what's been the reception overall? Uh, in terms of the community, yeah. schools, yeah. all of it? Yeah. I think that we've been Take really, your <laughs> I think we've been really well received. Um, the, like I said, the schools have been really welcoming and wanting us in their buildings and see that there is benefit to having us there. Um, and, you know, you're talking about different levels of care, um, that there's, you know, community outpatient, um, which Intermountain also does out of their clinic. But with the school-based services, we do have two different levels of care that are offered within the school. So, well... I work for CSCT, which is a higher level of care, and what we want to do is to help stabilize children and regulate them so that they can remain in school and remain with their families. Um, Sometimes, you know, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, but, but sometimes it happens where children do need a higher level of care, and we can help facilitate and support that as well if they need hospitalization or residential placement, mm-hmm. that we can also um, kind of help bridge that gap um, to f- facilitate that transition to a higher level of care or coming down. We have we do get a lot of kids that are coming out of higher placements um, and returning back into schools and back into their homes and to have that service there to help them transition is really beneficial. Yeah, Sarah Feingold with Intermountain, our guest on Coffee Break this morning. And uh, what age kids are you? You said you're at uh, Helena High. I'm at Helena High School. Okay, right and so what are you? You mentioned there's a, there's a couple different levels here. Um, what is it that you and, and Intermountain actually offer? Like in practice, what, is, what does it look like? So with CSCT, we do individual therapy sessions, just like you would with any other therapist. You have your one hour a week um, or, or whatever is needed. Um, we also do family therapy. So I, I do provide family therapy to some of my clients I have right now. We offer group therapy um, for social skills or other targeted, um, you know, areas of focus. Um, what's great about being in the school is that CSCT offers classroom support. So uh, a CSCT team composes of a, a master's level therapist and a mental health specialist. Um, so it's a, a two-person team um, within each school that we're partnered with. And between the two of us, you know, we can do all of those things and go to multiple classrooms. So if we do have a student that is struggling in a particular subject or with a particular teacher, that we can be in the classroom with them and help them to kind of regulate and stay focused and and be more productive academically. And so there's there's two of you there mm-hmm. at Helena High. Is that the case? I mean, do we sort of have that team at all the schools in town, or what does that look like? Right. So typically a CSCT team will have a therapist and a mental health specialist. Okay. So there's you've got counterparts out at, at Capitol High as well. Um, it, it, does every building have a team? 
Unfortunately, no. no. Not every school building has a team. That would be ideal. <laughs> I think that um, just with the COVID-19 pandemic, yeah. um, that that um, inhibited some of us from being able to really fill all of those sure. positions. Yeah. We're talking with Sarah Feingold from Intermountain this morning, and um, we, we got to take a quick break. So before we dive in more to the conversation, we're going to do that, and then we'll come back, back with more on Coffee Break. I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Local and area events, city, state, and national officials, your neighbors doing incredible things. We talk to them all on Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. In today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security. Welcome back in. This is Coffee Break. I'm Troy Shockley. Thanks for hanging out with us this morning. The show is brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. Finding the perfect buyer for your home doesn't have to be daunting. You can call David at Versant 459-8565. And we're chatting today with Sarah Feingold. Uh, she works with Inner Mountain. She works directly in the schools to uh, to help out her our, uh, our, our kiddos. And uh, what is it, uh, Sarah, that, that you're most often doing? Or is there an easy answer? to that when when you're because you said you, you're in classrooms you're working with kids sort of one-on-one -on -one, that sort of thing is there a this is what my day mostly consists of or is it so varied that there's not a good answer to that well, there's kind of a, a typical day in the life of cset um and then you know every once in a while you get thrown a, a curveball mm -hmm. that you just um kind of roll with <laughs> yeah yeah well so so what does that look like i mean and i guess in the last year that looks completely different than what two years would a normal day looked like. So I, I guess right now, what does the normal day look like? Right. It does look very different. So right now, what my days look like is I have my clients and I will pull them out of a class period um, that is appropriate. So we kind of work with the, the child and the teachers to determine the best time to pull them out of class to meet with them for their individual session. I'll meet with them usually for the length of a class period, sometimes longer if it's necessary. We'll have our therapy session and then I will return them back into the classroom. Uh, when I'm not meeting uh, for an individual session that I will find the students that are in the building that day mm -hmm. and luckily we return to school four days a week so that gives me more opportunity to meet with kids but i will find who's in the building that day and what class they need the most support in and and go sit in that class with them yeah well and we were talking during the break you know what you do has it changed so much with covid or just the i guess maybe not what you do but the way in which you have to do it um, can you explain to listeners a little bit about that? Because I think it was really interesting. And, and, and for you, I know it's got to be particularly frustrating because it, it, it's not what you know needs to happen in order to, to do the job the way you need to do it. You guys have been sort of navigating a, a, a completely new world to do what you need to do. 
Right. So it has been a challenge, I think, for a lot of us to meet the needs in very different ways than what we're all used to. Um, one of the examples is wearing a mask. And while wearing a mask is, is needed for everyone's protection and safety, it does provide uh, a challenge to communicate with kids, for them to read your facial expressions and things like that that, that children do need in order to co-regulate. Mm-hmm. And so um, we're just having to use more of just our body language and our tone of voice to kind of convey that to students. Also, distancing has been a challenge. Um, We do a lot of teletherapy still, and uh, that's a a challenge when you're using your presence and being face-to-face with somebody and then having to try to create that same environment through a computer screen you know it's just not the same yeah yeah sarah feingold with us from intermountain this morning hey sarah what is something that you do that maybe surprised people or you know maybe some unknown elements of the job that people would go oh i, I didn't know you did that yeah so i think that uh cset and school-based services is a big mystery to a lot of mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, people in our community but um you know like i said that we we do individual therapy we do family therapy that is a service that we provide group therapy you know once or more times a week classroom support one of the cool things that I really like about my job is that I did get to do what we call program days so on the days that students are not in school like if it's summer break spring break Christmas break you know when there's those gaps mm-hmm. um, that we provide Uh, program days, uh, which is, you know, anywhere from a two to four or five hour um, therapeutic program where kids can come um, and we do activities and we provide food and um, it's it's a really fun thing. Yeah, that's cool. And and, and you mentioned the family therapy. I think that's something that's probably surprising because you're in the schools. So thinking family therapy, that doesn't necessarily fit, right? But that is something that you do. What does that look like? So it does look differently. We have been able to do family therapy within the school building, um, but with COVID and some restrictions, uh, it's difficult to have non-students in the building. So we do have to kind of work around those things and, you know, use our main office or over the summertime when we were not able to be in our buildings, we would meet our families in the community. We could meet at a, a park if we had enough space for privacy or um, I even went to my clients homes and kind of sat out on their front porch with them and did family that way kind of improvise yeah yeah I mean everything has changed and so the services that you offer they they just look so different but very often it sounds like what you're doing is a lot of one-on-one during the school day helping these um, clients of yours through various i mean it, it could be i guess an acute instance or it could be just a you know what I, i'm just checking in with you type of thing right it can vary to just just using our presence to support kids to if we have a student that is a highly dysregulated because of just environmental and mm-hmm. stress and you know this there's week's, a little bit of that right <laughs> there's a little bit of that yeah this week's last quarter so there's a lot of grades and uh things that are due this week that i think adds some additional yeah. pressure and yeah yeah so how do you connect with with the kids here i mean how, how is it that uh they become your clients i mean are appointments made is this some kind of um you know an issue arises and then 
the counselors or the teacher calls you or what you know just procedurally what does this look like how does it work yeah there's a lot of ways that um clients can can come into cset usually um it's through the school so if we have a student that's having a hard time the parent can contact the school counselor and they can um fill out a consent form to do a mental health screener that helps us determine if they need services, what type of services and level of care they need, and that can help us find the appropriate placement for them. Um, And then the counselors meet with me once a week um, at a meeting and we discuss students that are in need. And if that student kind of meets criteria for my level of care that I provide, then I reach out to the families and see if that's something they're interested in. Usually they say, yes, please. Right. <laughs> and then we, we set up an intake appointment. So it makes sense that the families would, would sort of jump on that and the parents. How tough is it um, for somebody new for you to make that connection with the student? Uh, because my assumption is that certainly there's students that go, yes, raise their hand. I need help. Help me. But there's there's probably others that don't want anything to do with you how how do you navigate that (laughs) yeah and you're a very nice person nothing (laughs) against you sir no but you're absolutely right and and particularly the older clients that i work with at the high school that you know discretion is important Mm. and privacy is important and i just kind of assure the student that we do everything that we can to maintain their confidentiality and i think that makes them a little more comfortable yeah so how many uh students are you working with on like a daily or maybe weekly basis. I know maybe that changes, but just in general, mm-hmm. how many kids? Mm-hmm. Right. So usually a, a, a CSCT caseload is you know between eight and twelve okay. students um, that we we see pretty much daily, whether it's for individual or group or class just classroom support. Um, that, like I said, it's been really great going back to school four days a week so that we can see our kids a lot more often and have them all in the building at the same time. Yeah. When this A day, B day um, setup was going on for Helena High for most of the school year, I could only meet with them the two days a week that they were there. Then the days that they're at home, we they can have access to me through telehealth platforms. But obviously, that's not quite the same. It's not right? the same at all. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah Feingold is our guest on Coffee Break this morning. She works with Intermountain, but she works directly in uh, the school. She's at uh, Helena High School helping our kiddos here. And, and what, what, what ultimately is uh, the benefit here? What, you know, how, how do you constitute a win? You know, what, what is that for you in working with these kids? What's a win for me? Yeah, what's a win for you? Or I guess maybe what's a win for them? <laughs> well, each kid has their own you know, goals and and diagnosis and where we're trying to get them. I think that we have to be really reasonable about what we want the end goal to look like. But I think essentially it's the same for everybody, that we just want to feel secure and stable and to have healthy relationships and and be supported. So how often do you see that happen, right? I mean, I I guess I'm asking, what's your batting average? Sarah, I mean, you know, well, you're you're in you're in Texas, so football. Maybe I should make the football analogy, but you know, in other words, how how often does what you do ultimately pay off in the end, and you get the desired result? Not necessarily you, but just the the program in general. I think that we see progress in most of our children, and progress looks differently kid to kid, and. Um, I think with COVID and not being able to have as much access to our students, progress has looked a lot slower. Yeah. Well, it's such an important thing. I mean, is there, 
is there a story you know or an individual that maybe it sticks out to you you know for that question of why why do you do what you do because this is such an emotionally draining job i would expect um it's a hard job is there sort of an instance that jumps out of this is a success story this is why i do what i do yeah i think absolutely and and even if i'm not feeling like it's a you know quote unquote success um a lot of the times i look at some students and you know we may not be progressing much or at the rate that the student or the parent would hope that we're progressing. But, you know, I think if we take a step back and look at it and say, what position would this student be in if we weren't here? And so maybe we're not seeing the growth or the rate of growth that we want to see, but, you know, what, mm-hmm. what if we weren't here at all? And, you know, if we can at least stabilize them, that that is something and that, that that's worth doing this yeah. for. Yeah, I mean, and especially now with so much happening with COVID, are are you seeing an uptick in the number of students maybe needing services or maybe even the the students that needed those services already, you're just seeing things are sort of exacerbated? Absolutely. What what is it that you're seeing? I mean, what, what are some of the areas that you're seeing now? maybe that you weren't necessarily seeing a year ago or, or some of the, the struggles that they're having. Mm-hmm. What is it that you've learned to deal with over this last year? Yeah, definitely academic performance has been a huge one and that's kind of across the board that not a, a challenge to this degree <laughs> that yeah. I'm used to seeing. And I think that has been a large focus for parents and teachers is just trying to help their kids stay afloat academically. Um, and uh, and that's been a challenge just because they've been spending so much time outside of the school. Right. So how do you, how do you help? I mean, that's almost an area where it's, it's tough for you to help, right? I mean, you, you can see that there's a, there's an issue and there's a trouble, but how, how do you then help them with that? Well, you know, just speaking for myself, what I do is just try to check in with that student as much as possible and that, you know, I can only see them face-to-face two days a week up until recently, but I can still get on, we use Microsoft Teams, mm-hmm. so I can still get on Microsoft Teams and send them a little chat just to say, hey, I'm here if you need me or how is this going and I can call them and rem- just gentle reminders yeah. of hey don't forget that you are at home but you still need to <laughs> yeah do well some and that reminder is a big thing but I, I I think probably I I would assume just knowing that they've got somebody in their corner right that mm-hmm. that's not their parents telling them to do their work and that they're <laughs> behind them because it, it's that idea of you know well you know you're my parents you're supposed to tell me that mm-hmm. right they, they've got somebody else in their life that is there for them that they're not seeing that has to be you know mm-hmm. that that's you don't have to be there and, and you care anyway. That's got to be a big part of this. Yeah, our role is really important and does look very differently that we're not a third parent or another teacher. That yeah. We're really there just to help encourage and support and also just affirming and validating that this is hard and we recognize that and that we're here to support you and try to, you know, make it a little bit easy <laughs> yeah yeah well so what can parents do we we've got uh sarah about two minutes left i mean what can parents do right now how can 
we help support our kids because I, I think pretty often we're not the ones they're necessarily coming to when they have the issues. Mm -hmm. So what can we do? How do we kind of keep an eye out for if they're struggling? Right. You think it's important to just talk to your kids and listen to them. Um, so I think that they have enough pressure of being told what they need to do and what they should do. They know that already. But asking them, how was your day? What went well? What didn't go well? And how can I help make tomorrow easier? And listen to what they have to say. Validate that this is a lot more challenging than we're honoring that it, it actually is. And just just letting them know that hey, I'm not here to harp on you or pressure you. I really just want you to succeed and let me know how I can do that as your parent. Yeah, I guess share that we're on their team. This is not we're 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 not on the other sideline coaching mm -hmm. against them here. We're we're part of the same team here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Sarah Feingold with Intermountain, and she is working uh, with some of Helena's students to to help them navigate this new world because it is definitely uh, it's definitely difficult for them. Uh, Sarah, is there anything else that you want to share? We we've got. We got a minute and a half, and it's all yours. A minute and a half, and it's all mine. Wow. <laughs> um, I guess I just I'm I'm happy that schools are kind of opening up a little bit, and that students are able to see their friends more and see their teachers more. Um, that we can anticipate that mental health can improve a little bit, academic performance can improve a little bit but I think we also have to keep in mind that this is yet another transition that while we, we could see it as a positive transition it is scary and that, that we have to allow for a period of adjustment anytime that there's a major transition in anyone's life child adult you know kind of regardless that we have to allow ourselves time to adjust and and grieve that mm -hmm. what we've lost and and how things are kind of constantly changing for us yeah I, I i guess i'd never really thought about that that you know this again is another change because i think you know in in, in parents heads oh kids are back in school that's the normal they're used to it but they've had a long time they've had a year to kind of adjust to something else and now we're dumping them back into something that is i guess normal mm -hmm. but it, it's going to take some adjustment to get used to that again correct yeah yeah there you go. See, I told you, I learned something all the time <laughs> on Coffee Break. Sarah, thanks so much for coming in and for chatting with us this morning. You're doing fantastic work with uh, with the students in our community, and uh, I, I sure appreciate you doing that. Thank you. That's all the time we have for Coffee Break this morning. Thanks for joining us and riding along. We're going to be back again tomorrow, same time, right here. I'm Troy Shockley, and that's it for Coffee Break today. Be sure to check us out on iTunes, head on over, give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.